0: It's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy life. I there's a lot I have to go through in this episode and a lot of it's going to relate back to the last episode that I, I recorded and uploaded. I think I called it This Is Our Story. And I don't know where to start. I don't know how to start. I'm I'm in a way and I'm in a very weird place. Right now. Mentally. I don't know what's happening. You know. Because. I'll, I'll get into it. <laughs> okay. So last episode I talked about how I. How I met this guy. In front of my uni. And he was this. Uh, handicapped guy. Mentally handicapped. Physically handicapped. I think. F- 40-year-old dude that seems like he, he he acts a bit like a kid, you know? And I talked about that the last episode and I, I said how I regretted how I dealt with the situation and how, you know, there's things that you don't understand and sometimes you don't understand something you feel like you need to avoid it and you need to stay away from it. And The next day I went out of uni and he was right in front of the university. And it's funny because the episode I recorded, I was talking about how even if the situation doesn't repeat itself exactly the same way, you can always carry a lesson from it to, to use it in a different scenario. And then the same scenario happens again the day after I talk about this. And... This isn't the only time something so random happens to me. So I saw him and I was I was like fuck. <laughs> I was just talking about you yesterday. Uh, my head went into hyper mode and it was like I'm gonna act out what I said I will act out and I went up to him with a smile and tried to shake his hand and I was so excited to see him but he had no fucking clue who I was you know he didn't remember who I was like I remembered who he was. And the last time I saw him and he called out to me, and I turned back to him, he looked at me, and he told me, Oh, yeah, sorry, I, I mistook you for someone else. And the other day, when I went up to him, uh, all excited, you know, I'm asking him, How how are you? I hope everything is okay. You know, like, uh, I put out my hand to shake his hand, and he didn't put out his hand, like, he didn't shake my hand back. And he looked at me so confused And he's like Yo I think you mistook me for someone else <laughs> And I don't know how to explain to him Like yo by the way We saw each other about three months ago Or two months ago And I I, And you mistook me for someone else And like I, I, I didn't act towards you In the way that I thought I should act towards you And now that I'm seeing you again I'm act acting towards you The way I think I should be acting towards you And And suddenly you're here and I was talking about you yesterday and you know I can't explain that to him. So I just looked at him and smiled and said nothing. And he just looked at me like, what the fuck? Like, I'm pretty sure he thought that I was crazy in that moment. I'm pretty sure that he thought that I was the crazy one in that moment. And it's funny because, you know, (laughs) I was, I regretted the situation from happening and I promised myself that I would act different if it happens to me again. And the second I walk out my uni... And I I wasn't even supposed to be at uni that day. That's the funny thing. And I walk out the door and he's like right in front of, like right in front of the uni door rolling with his wheelchair. And I just like quickly go up to him without even thinking about it. Not a moment's thought, you know, I go up to him and I, I, I just like this big smile. I have this big smile on and I try to give him some type of positivity in his life as he Rolls back again, forward, you know. And yeah, he said that he, he thinks that I mistook him for someone else. I'm pretty sure he's the same guy, you know. And, uh, I have no doubt about that. But then he rolled away, you know. I'm not sure I added any positivity to his life. And I'm not sure I even acted the way that I wanted to act. Because I, I it was a bit too much, you know. And I was a bit sh- in shock. And uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's the one that thought that I was crazy. But see, that's not the only random thing that's happened to me this month. You know, so many random things are happening. And when you look at them deeper, and I've been thinking about randomness a lot. And it's funny because I'm thinking about randomness a lot. And there's so many random things happening, you know, things that go out of your normal zone of how your life is going, that come out of nowhere and you don't expect them. And they they enrich your life somehow. And sometimes they, they might be lessons, sometimes depends, of course. But the other day I was, I finished my, I I go to kickboxing like at least once a week in in a class. And when I was going out of of the locker room after I had changed, I thought that I forgot my banana inside of the locker room. So I went back and I, I looked at my locker and there was nothing. So I was like, yeah, it's definitely in my bag still. So I go outside, and while I'm outside, I, I kneel down, I pull my bag up, and I pull out my banana, I eat my banana, I walk forward, I miss the bin, and then like I'm like, okay, fuck, I need to go back to the bin and throw the banana peel in the bin. And I throw the banana peel, and then I wait at the, at the light, and then I walk about 12 minutes to catch my bus, and eight minutes into walking, I... Was crossing. I was crossing a road and I crossed the road and a friend of mine, not really a friend of mine, I rented this apartment from her three months back, she crosses the road but from the other side, not the opposite side to me but like the oppos- the other side of the road to the left, she crosses right and I cross forward so we intersect at exactly the exact same moment. And we were like, holy shit, you know. We 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 were supposed to meet a while back to finish up some things about the apartment, and we never got around to doing that. And somehow, you know, there was at least six, seven things that I did that made sure that I arrive at this moment at exactly this time. And I I wonder like what she went through in her life to be at that moment at that time at that place. And that's where we intersected. And that's because of that, we ended up meeting two days after to settle what we had to settle. And that was, in my head, there's too many probabilities that go into making something like this happen. And it still happened. And another thing that happened in this week too. Now, the story when I ran into that girl uh, when I was crossing that road, that was about a month and a half ago. But this week I ran into that wheelchair guy and this week I was I was walking to a cafe to work on a project I have to finish. And and there's so many things that came into me leaving the house at exactly five fifteen PM to walk to that place and and I had to leave my laundry at a dry cleaner's place a few shirts that i needed uh, dry cleaned i took them there i talked to the guy i asked him a question i gave him my my shirts i paid him and then i left and then i was walking to this caf- cafe and i'm thinking about randomness i'm thinking about how i wanted to do an episode about randomness and i'm thinking about how everything came from nothing and how just a spark of randomness can create so much and can change so much and i'm thinking about all of that and then i look in front of me and i see this girl walking towards me cluelessly and i look at her and i'm like sarah is that you sarah what's up (laughs) what the fuck are you doing here and it turns out that she's like my best friend's sister they, they live about two hours north of here. I spent Christmas at their place, actually. So we're like family, you know, and and she lives two hours north from where I live. And I was just walking towards this cafe and I see her walking there cluelessly out of nowhere. And I ask her, you know, what's up? And she's like, yeah, my, I'm, I'm trying to find a bank to withdraw some money. And my boyfriend lives uh, close to here. And I'm just thinking like, whoa, how random. (laughs) And it's just fucking funny, man, randomness. It's just uh, this unknown element that's full of potential and is always changing. And the more you allow it to enter your life, the more interesting of a life you might have. You know, the more you put yourself in an environment that's different than the one you're usually in and you go on a different path than the path that you usually go through throughout your daily rituals, then the more different things would end up happening to you, for better or worse, you know. It might be, you know, and this happened to me, I was was walking around and I sat down on this, um, I was in Milan at the time and I was bored, and I was like, I don't want to go see the usual spots, I just want to walk in this direction. And I walked, and it was just like these homes, and there's nothing special going on. And I sat down on these steps because I was tired. And all of a sudden, this black dude comes up to me with a guitar, and he sits next to me and starts playing. Just out of nowhere, just me and him. And he's just playing and playing and playing and playing, and I look at him, and like I start playing with him. I take his guitar and I play a few songs too. Uh, I give it back and he plays as well, like we have a short conversation and then I leave. And I I think these moments, they enrich your life more than anything. And the fact that I, I like to go to this cafe to work, mainly because it feeds like this ADHD part of me that wants to see things going on around all the time. And there's always something going on, people coming out, in and out. And because I'm there, I invite myself to more randomness happening. Whether it's a dog coming up and barking at me outside when I'm taking a break from my my project. And uh, someone saying hi to me or trying to hit up a conversation. Or someone smoking a cigarette outside and deciding to talk to me. Or someone inside that... uh, You know, there's always room for you to meet someone new. And there's always room for you to hear a new song. And there's always room for you to hear a new piece of information from someone next to you, there's randomness around you, and because of that you invite something different in your life, something that might enrich it. And I guess that's how I live my life a lot of the time, I try to allow myself to be opened for any possibility of something different to, to happen, of happening so that my life can be a bit more enriching, so that something different can happen and something more interesting can happen, something new can happen and that's the struggle i've had in my head for the past while because randomness is such a you know under under everything in life that we do there's so much so many things that are random and sometimes they align so perfectly to create the perfect situation and sometimes no matter how hard you try to make a situation happen it just won't align the way you want it to align sometimes everything is against you sometimes everything is with you and sometimes Sometimes you act in a way you didn't expect yourself to act. And sometimes, you know, it's always this this randomness trying to create a, the potential for something different to happen. And I think that's just a weird concept in general. I haven't put my head around it properly because I think a part of me believes everything exists because of randomness and sometimes things do align. And another part of me doesn't understand anything about it because when you look at information there's an underlying basis of randomness with any type of information you look at nothing's that concrete and everything that springs forth from something else can always spring forth in a different manner and that's sometimes random whether it's your perception or perspective towards something everyone perceives it differently and it might be random how someone perceives it you know you might say a joke And if the person is in a good mood or not, they might receive it in different ways, and that's a bit random. There's so many elements and so many different acts that come into being every single moment, every single step across so many different instances that just have an element of randomness to them, and they all collect together to... I don't know. It's fucked. (laughs) It's such a weird concept, man. The fact that we're here right now, all of us at this point, is pretty random, you know? The fact that every single one of your ancestors for 3.5 billion years was able to actually reproduce for you to be here right now, your existence right here is a gift. It's pretty random that you as you exactly right here and right now are. But it's not just that going through my head, man. I'm I'm in a very weird place lately because you I'm looking back at how how I grew up and you know, there's moments in your life that you see as you know, this is the environment I'm in and everything that I I project within my narrative, let's say. And I talk about narrative a lot in the previous episode. I really let loose in the previous episode. It was one of my favorites. I just You know, sat down and just talked and I I covered so many things. But I'm looking at my narrative and I I see like when I was in school, my narrative revolved around me being in school and maybe a bit of things going on in my family. But it was just my environment with the people that I'm socializing with on a regular basis. And the same thing in, in kindergarten, the same thing in uni. You'll always create those stories and narratives around the environment that you're in, obviously. And I've been in a state where my environment is changing consistently and rapidly for a very long time. And I know, like, after I graduate, it's going to even shift and change a lot more. And then it's a bit unstable, maybe not sustainable. And I'm I'm just trying to build a sustainable life, you know, I'm trying to su- build a sustainable way of living so that I have a good foundation to rely on when I grow. And because of that, I built this narrative of myself and my life for the next, let's say, 40-50 years. And in my head, it makes sense. It all connects. And I guess there's a part of me that's pissed, pissed because of myself. Because I... I have the narrative, I have the ideal that I want to work towards, I have the method that I want to work towards the ideal, now all that's left is to act out that narrative, to act out that story as best as I can act out that story to change the ending to be the best ending it can be, you know? And that's just that, and a part of me is pissed at myself for being too involved in the creation of the narrative rather than writing the narrative and living the narrative rather than I don't know, rather than talking about the narrative like I'm doing right now. But this, this what I'm doing right now is a part of the narrative. The podcast comes into that. And then there's the book, and then there's the courses, and then there's the... And you'll get to see all of that as I, as I continue it, you know, and I'll talk about it more in depth later. But I have my plan set out, and I have to act that plan out. There's nothing else that matters aside from acting out the narrative the best way I can act out that narrative. But then you look at life, you know, I can think 40 years in the future and and make it seem like it makes sense, but there's so much that can change during that time. There's so much that can change during six months that I just can't be sure how anything's going to turn out. I can't be sure how I'm going to act when certain situations come up where I need to act in a certain way. There's so much randomness, you know, and there's so much, uh, there's so many aspects and elements that come into building something that you're just not sure of. And my thoughts might change, and I might change, and there's so much that can change because of the element of randomness that exists in every single step of the way, in every aspect, that it's just hard to, to see it through. And a part of me is always trying to optimize myself so I can act in the most optimum way I can so I try to take care of my my routine my diet my habits my all of that so I can stay at a consistently high level of, of function, functionality and you're not always at a high level of functionality lately I've been in a very weird place I've been in a place where I'm I don't understand where I'm at you know I don't know if it's the stars and the alignments of the universe or I don't know if it's just my my mentality, or if it's something that I'm doing that's affecting how I'm performing or if it's something that I'm thinking about or something that I want and I'm not getting, it can be a million things, and I can't put my finger on it, but I'm just not in the place that I want to be to produce what I want to produce. But that shouldn't matter. you know I still need to I need to understand my situation. I know that sometimes I go through phases where I'm not as productive as I want to be or I'm not in the mental state that I want to be. But then I return to that, and then I'm producing more than I thought that I ever could, and then I build on that momentum on and on, and then I reach somewhere or something that I want to reach. And that's that's that, you know, it's uh, it's okay to be low sometimes, and it's okay to to be high sometimes, and you'll always be fluctuating up and down, and just like energy does, you know, energy as waves is always ups and ups and downs and you're nothing more than just energy. There's different types of energy, different type of types of formulation of energy, but you're just that and you have your ups and downs. And just like the sky is like in Hamburg it's always cloudy and it's always there's no sun. And I can see how that's affecting me negatively, man. I feel like I need sun in my life, at least every now and then. And um, Monday, on Saturday, on Sunday, sorry, there was a, a very big storm. So afterwards, on Monday, there were no clouds anymore, and there was a clear sky, and there was sun, and like, I felt such a big difference in my day. I went out, I had a walk, I bought groceries, I picked up my dry cleaning things that I left off when I ran into Sarah, and I went to the gym, and I I had such a nice day. Because, you know, there was sun, but like, usually, day and night, there's no sun, and it just affects me negatively, you know, and I see that. But there's not much I can do about that. I live here, and I can't control the weather. What I can control is taking like, high quality vitamin D pills that, that can help me try to, I realized, you know, a lot changed after I started taking the vitamin D pills, but A part of me just wants to stay asleep all of the time. I'm in a state of being where I I really don't want to get out of bed. Because if I have to get out of bed, that means that I have to do stuff. And if I have to do stuff, that means that I have to do stuff. And I don't want to do anything, I just want to stay in bed. I want to stay in a safe space where I don't have to do anything, really. And just be okay with not having to do anything. With not existing for five minutes and not feeling bad about it, but I do feel bad about it, and I I do love it when I don't do anything, but at the same time, it's not something I can sustain. I have a time limit. I graduate in in a bit, and I graduate, and then what? I have to build everything that I have in my head so that I have something to sustain myself on so I can continue to grow properly, sustainably, something that is built to last. And, you know, I just need a break from all of this, you know, there's so much in my head that I'm trying to figure out and plan out and act out. And I'm thinking about either the book or the course or the, that email I need to send or that project I need to give or that girl I'm trying to get with or a million things that I'm trying to, to think about and, and knowing how I think and I'm always looking at my thought process and thinking how can I think about this better and how I can learn from that or learn from this or do that then or how should I do that then and how is that person going to react and how am I going to react and I'm simulating all of that and I'm, it's computational power that's happening all the time and I I just want to breathe man, you know, I just want to not have to think about so much, you know, just think about what matters and think about it properly and have the proper people act it out. And a lot of what I'm, I'm thinking about concerns branding and, and marketing and I need to create the content itself and the structure of the content and when I'm going to do it, how I'm going to do it, and me doing it. And this is just a step in the way that I need to go through and I need to act out my own narrative. And that applies to every one of us, you know, we all have a narrative in our head. And I think we get to decide what our narrative is within the limits of what's realistic to our life. You know, I created a narrative that I thought to me could make sense within my capabilities, my weaknesses, and my likes and wants. But that came from a place of self-understanding and where I want to be and why I think I want to be there. And I'll talk about that more. I'll share all of that with all of you because I... I think if I do reach what it is that I think of reaching, what I'm thinking of reaching, then all of this podcast, all of these episodes, they have so much more relevance because you're seeing a person go through the process or the battle against themselves to actually achieve these dreams or these this narrative that they have in their head against everything that's happening against them in this world. With this fight, mainly this fight against oneself that you have to go through every day. And I'm fighting against myself to move forward and be motivated and do what I need to do. Because I believe in this narrative. And if I don't act it out, then I'll just be filled with regret. And I don't want that. You know, And a part of saying this out loud, out loud to you guys and making it more concrete it creates a sense of accountability because i'm making a promise not just to myself but to all of you is that i will act out this narrative and i will achieve what i need to achieve and i will change the world in the way i see fit to how i need to change this world right and maybe maybe i get there maybe i don't who knows how life is you know but I'll get somewhere. Who knows how my thoughts are going to change and who knows how my perception is going to change. Because right now, I don't really want to talk about my ideal exactly. I'll get into that later. I don't think this ideal is going to change for a long time. I really thought a lot about this. Of the ultimate thing that I want to be. The narrative that I want to carry out and how it's going to affect the world. In which direction and how who I'm going to need to be to get there and what I need to do to get there. Like I've thought all of that out and it's it's a funny place to be because I remember back in school because that was the perceptual frame I was existing in at that time. This is where I go every day and this, these are the people I'm dealing with every day and these are the teachers I'm dealing with every day aside from the students. Uh, And these are the situations I imagine myself to be in at this point. And you'll always think about that within that frame of that environment. And to have the ability to think after that and be like, someday I'm not going to be in school anymore. I'm going to be somewhere else. And after that, I'm going to be somewhere else. And after that, I'm going to be somewhere else. I remember within that perceptual frame of being in school, I used to tell myself how I wanted to be uh, the, let's say, successful kid. Though a popular kid with high grades and a good social life. And I wanted to have the perfect, uh, perfect, let's say, ideal when I was in school. And I was trying to act out that ideal, but I never could or did. And I wasn't popular in the sense that I wanted to be. And I didn't have the grades that I wanted to have. And I didn't live up to that ideal. But then the entire platform and perceptual frame changed and then the ideal changed and the place that I was changed and then I was in uni and the entire game changed. And then I had to build towards another ideal. But so throughout my life, I've had ideals that I tried to work towards, but I never really succeeded then to work towards those ideals. And I guess a part of me right now is afraid because it didn't work out when I tried to work towards those ideals when I was in those environments but right now i'm in a, a more expansive environment an environment that encompasses everything else that's within my life and up to the next 40 years and a part of that for me feels like it's intimidating because that's the ideal of my life my entire existence on this earth sure it might change but it's a powerful ideal that i a narrative that i want to embody and exist through and and live by and play out that story and see where it goes and how many random things are going to pop out to see how it might change or what better things can come out of it or maybe worse things can come out of it. Who knows? I guess a part of me is afraid of not living up to this ideal and another part of me is just pissed at myself for not just working towards that ideal as if nothing else existed because nothing else matters as much as the ideal it makes everything so much clearer right i know where i'm going i know the direction and it might i might have to take a lot of detours to get there i'll try to take the detours that take the less amu- least amount of energy because i want to conserve as much energy as possible right ambitious but lazy But there's so much that, that you have to be carried off with within your life that takes you away from all that's important. But you know, just having this idea that it eliminates all of the noise, a lot of the noise of knowing what matters here and what matters there and what doesn't. What you need to focus on, what you need to pay attention on, what you need to do and you... Eliminate everything else that you don't need to do, and you do what you can. And you can see this, like, I'm seeing this trend more and more within information, because I'm realizing information isn't what it is, isn't what something really is. Information is everything that this something isn't. You know, when you take a word like dog, it's a three-letter word with three different letters dog so is it just dog or is it not the other 26 letters or in this case 23 arranged in whatever way that they're arranged so and imagine how many combinations that can exist within that you know it's when you look at a when you look at a word it's it's not just what it is it's everything that it isn't when you look at a book it's not just what it is it's literally everything that it isn't it's a mystery book and it's not a it could have elements of romance or comedy or or thrilling elements but it's a mystery book it's everything that it isn't you eliminate all of the noise all of the other things that you need to do and then you focus on one thing and you do that and it leads you in that direction because if I'm going to go in a direction I eliminate a lot of other directions I can go through but then of course, the direction can change. I'm sure I'll be able to explain this concept a lot better in other episodes. And, you know, this this requires an episode on its own. But it's just like I, I'm, I'm in a weird place right now. I'm in a very weird place and I can't pin my finger on what's wrong. And I can't I don't think anything's wrong. I think it's just a phase. And at the same time, I feel like I can't let myself keep going through these phases where I feel like I can't do much and I can't be as productive as I want to. Or I just sit there and think, you know, I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be. I just want to not exist for a little bit and relax. And do I let everything around me dictate how I perceive and act and perceive everything and act in this world? And do I let it affect my mood and my optimum state? Or do I just ignore all that and just act out what I know I need to act out to get to where I need to get? It's a weird place to be, but I'm glad I'm in it because I get to record this and reflect on it and show you guys that I'm human. You know, I, I really I have my my down moments, I have my my I have my highs, I have my lows. I wouldn't say this is my lowest low. I've been lower than this. I'm just when I'm, I'm in a weird place. I'm not in And I wouldn't even say it's a bad place. It's just a weird place. It's different, but not in the way I like it to be different. But usually, when things go down, they go up. And I think, I'll be honest, I think a part of why I'm feeling this way is expectations as well. I think I'm expecting too much of myself too soon, and I need to... Just sit down and do what I need to do, you know. I by the way I I still I I still like I downloaded WhatsApp at the beginning of this year again and everything else, but I realized how happier I was without them. And how it seemed to me before deleting them that they were really necessary for me to have in my life. But they really aren't. So I deleted them again, and I, it's been that way for... I deleted them last week, and I just feel so much more alive because of it. And I'm grateful for that. I think I'll download WhatsApp again maybe in a week, a month, or two. I don't know when I, when I would, but for now, I'm, I'm happy with not existing in a state where I think noise... Might come and interfere with my, my mental state, or and my energy, unexpectedly every now and then. I eliminate. I eliminated that, and it's just. It's not just the noise that comes in out of nowhere. It's the potential for that noise to come in. That's what WhatsApp is, for me at least. It's not just that there's the there's someone texting me. There's also the possibility that someone might text me, and this is all. It takes energy from my mind and and distracts me from things that I need to do when I need to do them and I'm just so glad I took this break. So yeah. I think I'll I think I'll end this episode here. I'm 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 a bit disappointed because I think the last episode I recorded it was an hour and a half, but in that hour and a half I went through I went through narrative, I went through creation, I went through, talked about Leonardo da Vinci, I talked about how I recorded that German episode with Marvin and how I I really don't expect him to reach anything in his life because of the way he views life. And I, I, I was brutally honest about that and that I... I, I'm going to record an episode with him when I see him again in a year or two and I'm going to see where he's at then to just show him that, you know, you said all of these things but you never reached anything that you said you're going to reach because you didn't act out the narrative that you think you need to act out. And the last episode, I think, like so far was my favorite episode that I recorded. And I, I know... I know all these things about attention and how people lose attention quickly and all of that. But I still feel like as long as there's value given within what I'm saying, within a framework of of time, then that time shouldn't really matter that much. You can always pause and continue. But there's always something intimidating about seeing an hour and a half and feeling like, oh, I have to trap myself within these walls right now until this episode is finished even if I pause it and continue it later, I'm not going to be consuming anything else within that hour and a half. But within that hour and a half, there's so many different things that I go into that are completely different than each other. You know how I am when I talk, especially when I just flow and and, uh, let myself loose. So you have the power with that. You want to avoid episodes and listen to others. You know, that's up to you. But I think this is a narrative you have to go through and do it through do it within your own time obviously and do it within what's most uh, convenient to you but I some episodes might be 30 minutes like this one some might be an hour and a half just enjoy the ride (laughs) and I wanna I wanna be able to explain my narrative and my stories when I when I talk about them like this guy in the in the wheelchair that I had talked to, and I was so happy that I got to saw. To, I was so happy that I got to see him, and that I saw him. And a part of me is very thankful for that, and was really excited. And a part of me was like, I acted out differently. I acted differently when I saw him, but I still didn't get the result that I wanted. But because of that, I still. I still learned something new, even this time when I saw him again. But I go through that properly in the last episode, and if you didn't listen to that episode, then I don't know <clears throat> And yeah, I saw him and uh, <laughs> i I think I was just too excited that I saw him that I ended up fucking it up. I don't think I really fucked it up, but like i I freaked him out a little bit. <laughs> I freaked out the uh, handic- I freaked out the dude that I thought. I don't know man, I, I, uh, I was too aggressive with my energy and too energetic when I saw him and I was so happy to see him and like he had no fucking clue who I was and he didn't remember shit about the last interaction. You know, I don't blame him. Not everyone's going to remember a random guy they met out of uh, nowhere for a second. Uh, maybe it's just me. I'm glad I got this episode outside of my system. Uh, was really needed. I hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, that's my midnight wisdom for you tonight. Take care. We'll see where this narrative goes, right?